This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. Air show. Buzz-cut Alabamians spewing colored smoke from their whiz jets to the strains of rock you like a hurricane. What kind of countrified rube is still impressed by that? Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And we're back. This is Two Bad Neighbors, or as my mother calls it, now that I've been on your show, will you finally stop doing that thing that you do? My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we're going to talk about the episode Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. Correct. Yay! Why is your mom so mean? (laughs) (laughs) She's not. I was just, it's just a funny ongoing joke. That's true. That I like to portray. It's either that or I change my name. And I find that you get upset with me when I change my I name really for do. no reason. Uh, I prefer the mom joke. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think it's it's great that having witnessed uh, your mom reacting to the podcast live, yeah. uh, I understand. <laughs> you understand what she I'm wasn't, talking She about? wasn't pulling any punches. She was like, listen, I don't like this show. <laughs> like My mom, I don't think likes it that much either, but she was trying to be like, you know, oh, like here's the things I did like. Your mom was just like, guys, guys, what are you dumb. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, boy. When will this be over? When are you? Uh, never. No, we never. got a couple years left. Yeah, at we, least. Yeah, we got a couple years left, and then whatever bonus shit we want to pull out of our buttholes. Yeah. Speaking of. Speaking of. Do, <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a good segue. Yeah. Talking like, about the bonus episode. No. That uh, if you're wondering why we have been off the air for a couple weeks, it's because we were filming our uh, TBN BBBQ. Don't worry, we've been busy. Yeah. Uh, which, if you listen to the last episode, you will know is a bonus episode, a bonus video actually mm-hmm. that will be to our Patreon subscribe to our to our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or four, yeah, four. That's yeah. a better way to say it. Uh, so if you subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, you will get access to this once it drops, which is in like a week or so. You think? Uh, yeah, it'll be up by uh, next week. Cool. Yeah. And uh, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, basically our friend Ife cooked a bunch of food for us <laughs> uh, based on Simpsons uh, things and made a menu and everything. And we ate them and reacted to them in real time. <laughs> so there was some good stuff. There was some bad stuff. And then there was the gazpacho. So... <laughs> That was interesting. I got to tell you. I don't want to spoil too much, but gross. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a, it was a lot of fun. It was. And it would um, hurt my tummy. Yeah? Did you have a, a bad time after? I, no, I didn't have a bad time. I just had a, I had, I had a full time. That's all. Yeah. I, had, I had a lot on my plate, and all that went into my tummy. I finished my Good Morning Burger. You finished after, it? After. Good for you. And then felt bad for the rest of the night <laughs> yeah yeah that splurt will do that to you yeah yeah that's splurt <laughs> anyway so subscribe to us on patreon uh patreon.com slash boathouse studios uh house spelt the german way yeah, yeah and you can access that once it drops and any other future bonus episodes we mm-hmm. do so not it, to mention it's, bonus it's a content quo you know yeah. like it's it helps us it helps you by being fun 
There's also a special bonus episode of Cocktails up there right now. Cool. Um, there's a there's bonus features from uh, bonus outtakes, I should say, of uh, uh, flawed execution where Alan and Camille just go off the rails for nearly oh, no. ten minutes. I haven't heard this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Will you send it to me? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'll or do send. I just do I have to donate to Patreon? No, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. It is uh, tedious yeah. and hilarious to me. So I feel like because I listened to the uh, the aired episode, yeah, and I'm trying to remember what was cut, and now I'm think I'm remembering. Was it like all the weird accents? It's the weird accent shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good choice to cut that. Yeah, <laughs> it's legitimately seven minutes long. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what happens when you get Camille and I in a room together. Yeah. Uh, riffing on improv bullshit riffing on improv bullshit speaking of improv bullshit we have a new guest (laughs) sure (laughs) it's a weird segue but i i'll take it well i just want to you know let everybody know that mark spracklin's in the house hi mark hi hey how you doing good um i'm good thank you how are Uh, you i've you know i've been uh i've been better i've been worse i'm feeling good though excellent yeah yeah. Um, th- thank you for uh, coming and joining us on late on short notice. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm both excited and scared to be here. <laughs> oh, why are you scared? It's nervous. <laughs> You're nervous. Yeah. Why? You're not you nervous. Guys are so like zip zip zip, and I'm like zap. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Zip. And sometimes you need a zap with the zip. Zip zap zap. Oh God! See, I'm game. already behind. There we go. Uh, there we go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, with all our new guests, we like to do a segment called "What's Your Story." Where we ask you what your story is, mostly in relation to The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, what was your relationship up to this point? Uh, Did your parents let you watch it? That kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. maybe a favorite episode, if you can think of one. We don't know, like, we don't need, like, a Proust level of in-depthness onto this. Proust? Oh, thank God. Yeah. Who's that? Marcel Proust? 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 I have no idea. I'm not not trying to correct you. Remembrances of things past? Sure. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. Super on board. Yeah. Um... I was definitely not allowed to watch Simpsons as a kid, so I didn't actually see it until I was like 17. Oh, wow. 17. Yeah. And then I saw all of it, like all of it, <laughs> everything I could get my hands on. Really? Yeah. So played every episode at once. In- yeah. I got 10,000 TVs <laughs> yeah. and I just put it on all at one time and just stared Consumed unblinking. it all really quickly. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I have glasses now. I stream my oh, eyes whoops. too hard. Right. That would mm. make a lot of sense. That's true. Um, your retina fell out, didn't it? <laughs> well, like I got it. Back eventually, it it took a long time to find. Right, sure, 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 yeah. sure. Um, what happened when that? Like, did you just not see? Would you have to wear an eye patch or what? <laughs> um, I don't know. Most of the story's made up, so I'm gonna go with eye patch. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, because <laughs> I was a cool pirate. Everyone was pirate everyone was mark. buying it oh, until yeah. that point. I wasn't like <laughs> like we could have just kept going and oh, yeah. been like. Well, then we'd start using weird accents, and we'd, like, talk for seven minutes about stupid improv stuff. And, and I'd cut it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, put it, guys. The, put it on the Patreon. <laughs> I also always thought it was Patreon. I did, too. It's not. Oh, well. It's like pay. Like, pay us. Yeah. Treon. And also, if also, you're, if also someone patron. out there is named Treon, <laughs> sounds like then a you owe us. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> it's right there in the word. Pay, Treon. <laughs> pay up. Pay up, Treon. Anyway, you weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> no, that part was. You real. watched it all at once. Uh, sorry, not all at once, but like you, you watched a bunch once you were able to watch it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still catching up to this day. Was there? Because uh, okay, so, so you said you were 17 ish. 
like 16, 17. 16, 17. Um, do you remember what season that would have been? Or do you know, what year was that? That would have been 2000 to like... Oh my god, no, that's so off. Like 2003, <laughs> 2004? 2004. Okay. Yeah. So that would have been when it was in its uh, like thir- 12th, uh, 12th or 13th season? Yeah. So I'm, Thir- 13, 14, sorry? 13, 14, yeah. Starting in 89. Anyway, uh, so... Were you watching it like live at that time as well? Like, would you watch it every Sunday when it when it aired? When I could, yeah. yeah. Like, I was think there... I remember NSYNC being on there once. Oh yes, and that was a big oh, deal. Oh yeah, because yeah, I was young and gay. Word. Uh, is that? Uh, that's the that's the Yvonne naval Ed, naval base. Yeah, yeah. Join mm-hmm. the Navy. Join the Navy. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that one uh, bad episode. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry for referencing it. No, it's no, fine. no, no. It's like, I, I've had a lot. Of, I've actually had more than uh, one person reference that episode, like as in like a as if it was part of the golden years. And I'm thinking it's like it's not, but like it's not it's, Simpson Tide, is it? Or is that a different one? Uh, Simpson Tide is the one where Homer is the com- is the captain of a he joins the Naval Reserve. Oh, okay, and like he's like it's my first day, and right. he says quack quack quack, right. <laughs> Classic, yeah, classic, <laughs> classic joke. I loved it at the time. Yeah, well, we'll see. It's uh, in season nine, I believe. I think it is. Yeah, or it's nine or ten for sure. Oh boy, if it's in ten, uh. <laughs> that is a bad season. So is the one that you're talking about, though. Yeah. With that, uh, with that episode, that one was the one that fooled me at the time. Mm-hmm. I I got uh, I got some serious joy out of that one. I enjoyed I enjoyed that episode a lot when it came out. I thought it was very clever. Especially when uh, it's revealed that his name is uh, Lieutenant L.T. Smash, <laughs> their manager. Mm-hmm. Right? He introduces himself as L.T. Smash, and then he's like, "Yeah, it's been a it's been a ruse the whole time. My real name is Lieutenant L.T. Smash." <laughs> that is that is good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I especially it. delivered the joke with yes, yeah. exceptional timing. <laughs> Absolutely, it was perfect. It was brilliant. It's not getting cut. <laughs> we don't write us now. We don't <laughs> um, edit this podcast. <laughs> I don't have time for that shit. But so did you ever have a moment, because we've talked to other people how there's certain moments or episodes when watching it live that you decided, I don't like this anymore. Or was it because you kind of joined super late? Was it just kind of more all-encompassing and there was less of a like specific turn? As I, it think, were? I think because I started late. I just accepted it as it was. and like, yeah, this show's okay. Right. Like, I can laugh at this. It's fine. And then getting the chance to go back and see all the earlier stuff. I was like, wow, I was blind and now I see. <laughs> like, this, this is way better. garbage. Yeah. They have like, every once in a while, there's a fun little moment, but mm-hmm. it's hard to sift through. Yeah, It is. I, I would argue that some episodes do have some, like, like a pretty great moment here and there. Uh, never ties together as an episode though, mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah, I can think of a few, but that would, Alan and I would start arguing, so I'm not going to bring them up right now. <laughs> Wait till we get to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> my favorite thing is when they opened with TikTok. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both agree that that was not great. <laughs> yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Um, how am I feeling? It's, it's, <laughs> to me, it's weird that like the best thing that they did in the past like decade was have Rick and Morty be the opening of the, of the show. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're couch gags in general when they give it to someone else. It's usually, <laughs> it the, usually best the best thing. thing that's happened. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like artistically interesting, uh-huh. you know, like the Lego one. Yeah. The Guillermo del Toro one, mm-hmm. the all Halloween one. Yeah. 
I like Rick I and Morty. Uh, the Game of Thrones one. The Game of Thrones one was pretty cool. It was great. Yeah. It's it's fun to look at. Don Hertzfeld. Oh, yeah. Don Hertzfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to a... I am Samson. Yeah. <laughs> I am Samson. <laughs> I love Don Hertzfeld. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite episode, Mark, would you say? If you could think of one. Um, or even hmm. even just one that's high up there. Oh, I wish scene. I'd written more things down before I came in here. <laughs> uh, or had some kind of book. Um, or even if you don't remember the episode like title, but you remember what happens in it. Um, there's just like a, a thousand little moments that probably all don't go together. <laughs> um, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. Oh, Lisa the Vegetarian. Yeah, Very nice. I liked her. I like the ones where Homer and Lisa get to have like father-daughter moments. And you remember mm, that yeah. Lisa's a little girl who's like a genius, but still... A little girl, and she's flawed, and she's growing. Yeah. Um, those ones are really nice. Lisa's substitute. Lisa's pony. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about the pony. Lisa's, Lisa's first da- word. Dad. <laughs> Lisa's first word. Know. Lisa's I mean, first word, yeah. That's a pretty good one. one. Lisa's sax. Yeah, that's a good one. Probably the only good one in season nine. Hey. <laughs> that's all we have in season nine? Oh, God. Let's, yeah. let's I have more homework to do. Pump the brakes. No, let's not. On that one. <laughs> uh, it's a good episode, though. Yeah, I like it. It's the only good one in season nine. I just anyway. watched it. I just um, watched it. I love the all of the family opening. I think that's very uh, funny. <laughs> I love I mean, Marge. it's funny, but I hate Marge. I love singing. it when Marge sings. <laughs> Speaking of, I think she's the best character in this episode. All right. <laughs> that well, we're about to talk thank about. Thank you for telling us your story, Mark. We're going to dive into the episode. Or do you want to hit mm-hmm. up the mailbag first? Uh, I didn't check the mailbag. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do have a question on the mailbag. Okay, great. You do it then. Uh, sweet. I never do this. <laughs> um, I've been busy. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, it's from our uh, uh, usual, uh, one of our usual uh, uh, mailbaggers. <laughs> that's a yeah, terrible that's what we term. Yeah, okay. Mailbaggers, yep. <laughs> uh, that's what you're called now. I'm pretty sure that just means balls. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is from one of your balls. Yeah, yep. this is uh, this is from Koi. Um, do you own or enjoy any spe- any especially low-quality Simpson- Simpsons merchandise? Just wanted to know oh. if we ever had. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Honestly, I can't think of... It's and, weird for a show that's like been so important to me for so long, and I've been a huge fan, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I've rarely bought any merchandise from of The Simpsons. I can safely say I've never bought any merchandise. I've been gifted some. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've even been gifted that much. Mm. So, listeners, especially family members, <laughs> Christmas is coming. Um, but the last thing I can think of that I actually purchased uh, was at, just at a thrift store. I mm-hmm. found Chief Wiggum socks. And I was like, these are cool. And I bought them. Nice. And then I lost one. Oh. <laughs> and I was very sad. You can't wear that one. I still have sock. one sock in my drawer just in case it ever shows up, but I think it's gone forever. Yeah. I feel like that's a very Chief Wiggum thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> just to lose the <laughs> well, one. Well, and like, there was a couple of them. There was a Smith- Smithers pair as well that Ife bought. And Ife still has both of his. And anytime I see him wearing them, I get a little uh, jealous. You know? Yeah, I do. Still get jealous. So I, what about you? I've, I. I've been gifted some. Like you got yeah. me the Bort name tag, yes, of which course. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I uh, which I will be wearing to our live show. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever found a a good place, a good time to wear it right. before, because uh, I don't really go to Simpsons trivia that much. Right. Um, but this one, 
that'll be great. Uh, <laughs> and I have like a Simpsons coffee mug and Camille got me a bunch of Simpsons Tic Tacs. So that's probably the most uh, low end uh, product that I've got because they just they taste like Buzz Cola ish. Yeah. Um, but they're from Italy and it was very sweet of her to do that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll eat these all the time. <laughs> do you guys want any? Sure. Okay. We'll get them after. Okay, great. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I've also, oh, right. Uh, this, uh, messenger, uh, attached a, a, a link to, uh, Simpsons, uh, tapped out or something. On like the, the game? Oh, yeah. The app. yeah. Like as a, probably like a, a funny little thing is like, look at how crappy this game is. Sure. Like, I did once buy a Simpsons thing. Technically, mm. the remember the like the old arcade game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was definitely on the PlayStation Three store many moons ago, and I bought it. And it the classic in, arcade game, like the beat 'em up. Yeah, so that's like the side scrolling, like Lisa has a skipping rope for yeah, some Marge reason. Has Marge has a, like a vacuum, vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Bart <laughs> has a skateboard, and Homer punches. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> classic, <laughs> just classic. Well, I guess they didn't want him to have like a beer bottle, just like smashing oh, people's faces. <laughs> like, that would have been the other. <laughs> That would have been the only thing that would have made sense. Oh, boy. Like, they have, oh, they have that game at uh, some of the new local uh, brewcades here in Calgary. Do you have to pay for games at the brewcade? Yeah, Greg. <sighs> they cost it's, it's money, all right? Like, <laughs> they want your money. Yeah, but you don't have to pay for it's one not at, as... like, Tommy Gun's, the barbershop. Okay, that's a barbershop. That's not an arcade. Unless you just go hang out at Tommy Guns and you're that guy. (laughs) I'm not that guy. It's like, I don't have to pay for for a soda when I go get my hair cut at MVP, but, oh, I have to pay for it at the grocery store? What the hell is this? I like going to Yeah, different businesses will do different... You're making false equivalencies No, I'm not. (laughs) I think you're... Barbershop has a free arcade game. Arcade doesn't have free arcade games? What the hell? It's called a brewcade. (laughs) You just said it. So then, so the because they serve beer also, yeah, it's a different thing. It's but a, it's still it's an arcade. Clearly, and it's hard. a different That's thing. That's still like the 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 draw. Well, how the do business. they expect to make money off of that? How, Mark? I ask you. Because they charge uh, you to pay for them. Wait, yeah. what's going People on? People like me go, and we're alcoholics, and then we spend more money on. But games. they do do things like uh, uh, like buy, you know, like oh, like two dollars, you get this many tokens. But if you, you know, five dollars, you get a, a bonus amount. Right, right. So it's like, where'd you get that shirt? American Eagle. It's a nice shirt. Thank you. It's a weird, weird, weird interruption. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was going to be relevant to the conversation, but no, just likes it. I I mean, that's very nice. I think I'm going to get one like it. That's all. Okay. Not the same one. No, I mean, I think I might get the same one. You can wear yours on Tuesdays and Thursdays. No, I'm going to wear mine every day. (laughs) (laughs) I'll definitely. It's the only shirt I own now, Greg. I will definitely wear mine on Tuesdays and Thursdays then. How do you not um, already own so much plaid? <laughs> uh, I own one plaid shirt. That's surprising. I thought you would. How have, dare you? I thought you'd have had more. I cannot be pinned down. It's um, and I refuse to be. All right, he's right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Al. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Do you want to dive into the episode? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Uh, so we were talking about Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. Yeah. And this is the ninth episode of season seven. Is written by Spike Fairston. Boo. Bad name. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> directed by Dominic Polcino. Boo. Oh, good name. Okay. Bad name. I don't know why oh, there's suddenly a, a thing on names. Uh, it would, original air date was November 26, 1995. Okay. Wow, I feel old. It's a long time ago now. Yeah. Now, my understanding is that this episode, <laughs> credited to Spike Fairston, mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I feel like that's a fake name. Uh, could be. Because 
Uh, Bill Oakley has said that this is one of the biggest rewrites they've ever had to do for a script. Really? Like, so the original script, there's very little remaining from the original script. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure the the reason. That's just what, what was said, is that the writing, the, he recalls the writing room for this episode being uh, hellish mm. because they had to rewrite so much. Um, and maybe not had to. Had to is maybe the wrong, but, like, they did, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they just reworked it so much. Um, I mean, this is, uh, obviously, this is Sideshow Bob's fifth appearance on the show. Um, and they had said that it was difficult to find out or find a reason to bring him back. Fair enough. You know, <laughs> this is a weirdly forced one in, yeah. the, in the first act. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do love the, I do love the opening scene that forces Bob back into our consciousness. Of I course. think it's very, very funny. And I've always enjoyed how adept the show is at doing the recap mm-hmm. of Sideshow Bob. Within the story, yeah, within the context of usually because Homer forgets, <laughs> yeah, which is great because it's part of his character. Yeah. He would forget. Oftentimes, he forgets his third child's name. That's right. Uh, so that makes sense. And sideshow Mel. Whatever happened to sideshow Bob? <laughs> <laughs> like he says with like reverence and yeah. you know glory, oh, right? But I'll, re- I'll oh, thing I'll remember right. most is the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. Yeah, and then and they get it out of the way really quick. So it's like, oh, if you're the person in the audience watching the show who doesn't know, you'd be like, oh, side like show, Bob. Bob. Yeah. And then you move right on. Exactly. Which is uh, very great. And then you can shift the story and make Sideshow Bob your, uh, pretty much your protagonist for the entire first act. Yeah, in a sense. Um, <laughs> it's like you said, it's a weird way to get him into the story. Yeah. It's also like a weird story in a sense. It's yeah, it's a strange one where he's like, ah, television. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go get it, <laughs> and then just leaves, um, very easily. Has have they um, have they like has it's this isn't they've they've never shown him winning an Emmy yet, have they? Because he doesn't, doesn't he win it in uh, Sideshow Bob Roberts. Is that the one he wins it in? I think so. He's like, this is one more Emmy than you'll ever win, you hack. And he's talking to, Har- he's saying that to Krusty. Yeah. Is and that they, and they take his Emmy away. Yeah. Not my Emmy. I think it's that one. I can't remember, though. It's, it, they all blend together yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> everything but the plot mm-hmm. kind of blends together. Um, I, I get why he wouldn't in, enjoy TV. That seems... Is it in, Cape Fear? Is it, Cape Fear where he gets the Emmy? I don't know. I think it might be the hypno the hypnotizing one again. Oh uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, you talk. I'm gonna look it up okay. to, to clarify this. <laughs> we have to find out now. Uh Mark, what'd you think about the episode? I liked it. You did? No, you guys are making me feel all self-conscious. Why? You're like, I got to get rewritten. Oh, that's what? Was I, crazy. What a weird introduction. I want I well, I want to say, great. despite the weird introduction that I felt. I agree with you. I really enjoy this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great episode. I think it's very funny. <laughs> I loved it. it. Mostly just makes me feel so bad for Mark. Yeah. She's great in this She's episode. She's just so tired yeah. all the time. And she has a headache the whole time. Oh. It's really sad. Okay. It's Black Widower, so it's technically his uh, second appearance. <laughs> oh, wow. We were both way off. Way off, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it makes more sense because he just did his season run on Krusty the Clown. And, yeah. And it was very good. 
Um, which brings me to my first question about this episode. What the hell <laughs> is the Krusty the Clown show? <laughs> well, this time it seems to be some kind of Double Dare-esque. For those of you playing bingo out there. <laughs> yeah. That's a um, shout out to our old friend James Wade. Rest in peace. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's American now. He's not dead. I think. He's not American yet. Um, has anyone heard from him? <laughs> is he okay? Yeah, I got a postcard from him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh. it was very lovely. What did he tell you? He said, uh, you're my favorite person ever. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's, that's wow, what mine that's, said. That's really great. Just kidding. <laughs> mine, mine said... Um, uh, Alan's my favorite person. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, it said, it said uh, Catherine, Camille, and Mike, I miss you. And it said, Greg, hello. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Greg... Smarten up. <laughs> uh, but then he subscribed to us on Patreon. And oh, well, that's nice. Very nice. And all is forgiven. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> Just to see our beautiful faces on the BBBQ. That's right. Which he will. And so will you if you subscribe. Um, what is the Krusty the Clown show <laughs> exactly? Mark, you've never been on this podcast before. What do you think the Krusty the Clown show is? Uh, it's like every... Nickelodeon live action show they ever had mm-hmm. all at once. Like, we have to have slime. We have to have skits. We need celebrity guests who make no sense. Mm-hmm. Just throw them on in there, and then Krusty will make it uncomfortable somehow. But sometimes we'll he does, like, like late night talk show interviews with people. Maybe there's, like, two Krusty shows. <laughs> yeah, didn't he have Henry Kissinger on or something? Yeah. Yeah. And Robert Frost? Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, classic Krusty. <laughs> but then again, he's been on for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like changed. He's re- retooled the format every so often. Yeah. But as you know. But anytime we see a current episode, it definitely seems like it's veering towards more of a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Until it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like until the, it like isn't. the Even the, uh, what, the live show that uh, Ralph and Lisa go to together. Like, it still seems like a kid's show, but it's very, like, formal, you know? It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It's a weird show, you guys. And then, like, (laughs) to say nothing about the show he, like, throws together in a shack in the desert. Oh, yeah. At the end of this episode, where he's just literally just, like... Like he's just doing that and dancing, but like I wouldn't even call it dancing. He's just swaying. He doesn't even bother like doing a routine or a bit, no. like at all. <laughs> he finds a scorpion on a battery and does the stingy and battery hour. <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, what I'm wondering is, uh, here's one thing that I would that that I would uh, criticize the uh, the episode for. I kind of wish we had like some people gathering around the television and watching Krusty the Clown. Uh, like a cutaway to like the townspeople of Springfield being like, it's back. Oh, like like yeah. after like a half hour without television, they're going nuts. And then Krusty the Clown's back on. And then it's like, oh, thank goodness. Like uh, almost like the shinning. Right. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. where Homer like kind of loses it. And then and once the TV's there, it's better. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Um, and they don't even care that it's garbage. They're just right. They're just they're watching just like, it. I'm glad there's TV. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. You know, just like Big Bang Theory. But, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> I was going to say a thing and now it's gone. I know. I think it's kind of interesting that like once like the bomb's going to go off and they cut to all the people, like they're not at home watching Krusty or anything. They don't even know that's happening. Mm -hmm. They're just like, 
outside, getting fresh air, picking flowers, <laughs> feeding ducks, kissing old people, whatever. <laughs> um, maybe not those exact activities. Um, so it's just interesting that like it made the town better. Like it actually did what Sideshow Bob wanted it to do. And you might wonder like what would have happened if the Krusty just didn't do that? Oh, the series would end. It'd be a utopia forever, and it's done. Well, that's, uh, I mean, it's similar to an earlier episode. Uh, is it, I can't remember which one it was, where the kids, like, turn off the TV and go outside, and it's, like, it's depicted as this, like, oh, yeah, outside, and they that's all, like, play. The day the violence died? I, that's what I was thinking, too. Or Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy. Or, sorry, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because the day the violence died is the Chester Lampwick one. Yeah. Yeah. That we haven't got to yet. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy, I think I think there's a point where they shut off... The uh, screwballs have spoken. Yeah, and so they just go outside and it's like, oh, it's actually fun out here. Yeah. And so it's a, si- a similar thing to, to this where it's like, yeah, people don't care about TV as much as you think they do. But we all know that's not true. Yeah. That's why we're all here. I was watching TV all day. <laughs> I have 10,000 TVs. That's why I'm <laughs> blind. <clears throat> right? Yeah. That's that bit again. You're you're a blind man. Yeah. A blind man. <laughs> I didn't even watch this episode. I just had to listen because I can't see anything. <laughs> the this audio is, was great. This this episode was uh, presented to you with described video. <laughs> you ever tried listening to that? Really described cool. video? Yeah. Well, there's uh, like a channel that's like only that and sometimes I accidentally go to it cuz hmm. I'm like, "Ooh, like, you know, Seinfeld's on or something." Yeah. And it'll be that and it'll be like Kramer opens the door wildly. And you know, like it's like well, you describing know, the actions. I'm you know, like, oh. Alan, I uh, I've never I've never tried it, but this podcast is actually sponsored by Describe Video. Oh, so why don't you take it away as our uh, as at the because this is about the midway point. We're uh-huh. going to uh, just break for a quick ad here. Okay, so Alan, Describe Video. Do you have any copy in front of you? No. Well, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you didn't prepare me for this. No, I didn't. Well, let me uh, just get my copy here. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah, right up to the mic. Yeah. <clears throat> Two Bad Neighbors is brought to you by Described Video. If you would like to try one free month of Described Video, go to describevideo.com slash TBN to get your free month trial. Remember to enter that coupon code TBN at checkout so you get one month of Described Video for free. I tried Described Video <laughs> for one week, and it changed the way that I perceive time and space. Oh, jeez. So try it for I am you. No time traveler, and become a time traveler like me. <laughs> Describe video. Describe video isn't like not a just for the blind anymore. <laughs> I love that you just directed a bunch of blind people to a website. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. I sad didn't. Part. Oh, I'm sorry. And they can't even see that the website doesn't exist. So. <laughs> just cut, smash cut to some sad person with a keyboard. Just. Asking their friend, mm. can you go to this website for me? Email it's us. It's not working. If, email right, us if that TBN. works. <laughs> no, it's not working. You don't understand. I, it's, I, I'm sure it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> but it's not just for the blind anymore. That was the last part of the copy. That's the point. Yeah. It can make you a time traveler. Moving right along, I broke my pen. Oh. Good work. Just broke it in half right there. Yeah. We'll quit fiddling with it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> If you want your ad read like that, <laughs> please sponsor us. Yeah, please sponsor us so I can do that three times an episode. Wow. Yeah. 
There'll be another one later on. No. <laughs> Can I not be here when it happens? No. Okay. You have to sit right there and watch it happen. All right. And watch while I do this with the other copy. Good. Yep. Greg yeah. Greg ruffles the paper in his hand. <laughs> Very nice. See, Mark gets it. Uh, Ordnance Delivery Vector. Oh, God. Is another name for an Air Force bomber. Because Air Force bomber doesn't sound nice. Military's all about that. <laughs> well, they don't want to sound scary. They That's need true. people to join yeah. and have fun. Well, I mean, people join because it sounds scary. And it's like... it's like I think people join because they want free education they can't otherwise afford. A lot of the time, yeah. yeah. A lot of the time, yeah, yeah. And, you know... Education. Damn the commies. Good so. health care. You know, like... Uh, the military has good health care can pretty much speak to that, I think. Well, here. Yeah, here. here. Canada. 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 We're in Canada. Yeah. Both Um, of our soldiers have great health care. Yep. I actually saw all of them today. Oh, God, really? (laughs) Yeah. At the museum today, I saw every single Canadian soldier. They were in the atrium of the military museums, and there were about 25. So if you were... Well, it's because war broke out in the museum. It was quickly quelled. It was a grade two class. Thanks to our military. Yes. Yeah. They were quickly subdued. Support the troops. <laughs> Love the troops, hate the war. It was like a whole platoon of them. And it was really, really cute because there was like a whole bunch of camouflage jackets in our coat room right next to like tiny little winter jackets, like all different colors because we had grade fours in too. And just That's like cute. all mixed together. It was like, ah, <laughs> they all have a soldier with them now. And the kids couldn't find their coats because it's camouflaged. Yeah. I think some of them made that's how that camouflage joke. works, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just being invisible. You yeah. become the Cheshire Cat. Yeah. <laughs> All you can see is a over creepy here, smile. Or am I over here? Uh, back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Quite right. They go to an air show. An air show. So did you guys ever go to an air show? I was going to ask you guys that. Well, I did first. Good. So. <laughs> I'm glad. Things uh, rolling here. <laughs> yes, I have. I've seen the Snowbirds. The who day? They're the they're the Canadian Air Force. Um, Sky show. Stunt show. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> were sky guys. They have, um, instead of red, white, and blue, they have red and white uh, coming out of the jet stream mm. because, you know, blue isn't part of our country's flag. So Yet. Yet. Unless uh, Proposition 34 happens, which we all pray it will. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the snowbirds were, were, were really cool and exciting because I was like eight yeah. when I saw them. I would probably find it interminably boring and needlessly expensive now. Like Marge? Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only air show I went to was the Lethbridge air show. Was that not the Snowbirds? I don't know. All right. <laughs> they had planes. Tells you how much the, it, it impacted me. Right. Um, I think, yeah, like the premise, like the idea behind it seemed really cool. Yeah. And then I went and it was just like a lot of waiting and then like, oh, there, there they went. <laughs> And there were the planes. There they go. Cool. All right. Can I have, coming, a, hot, can I have a hot dog, Dad? Coming back? Or if you ever go to the Grey Cup, I won't. But go on. They put on a little bit of an air show. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only game that they put on a little bit of wow. an air show for. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as opposed to the um, the NFL, which I think puts on an air show once a week for a random game. In the NFL. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. I mean, they have the technology, and those planes aren't doing anything, so might as well use them. I mean, they cost $3 billion each, so 
Military industrial complex. Yeah. Tear it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, Marge is very nonplussed by this. She's uh, very nonplussed. This air show. Yeah. I just feel so she bad found very for funny. Her. Yeah. Like the whole day. She's just, yay. I didn't find any aspirin, so I got you a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's sweet, you know? He's like, he's I couldn't doing get, his best. I couldn't get you any, but I got you this. Yeah. That'll make your headache worse, but at least you'll calm down. Yeah, yeah sweet, sweet nicotine will will calm your nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I want to relax, I smoke 20 cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Just let it flow. <laughs> All at once. Uh, <laughs> like that smoking monkey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead now. Oh, it's so dead. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was hit by a car. It was really sad. Yeah. yeah. Like the day after they shot that. Um <laughs> that irony or just tragedy a mm, bit of both all right uh mark have you ever seen an air show did we did you answer that um i haven't seen an air show but when i was 10 my grandma took me to a private airfield kind of by like Callaway park mm. oh um, yeah and we got to fly in a little plane and i got what? to steer for 15 seconds what? and then they stopped me being able to steer because i put us in a nosedive like a chump mark i was 10 mark i wanted to Still. do a sweet trick mark <laughs> like a barrel roll you nearly killed yourself and others ah. But most importantly, himself. It's hardly the first that. time. Who's in the probably plane. not going to be the last. Uh, At least more important people in the plane. I don't know. Oh, how I'm dare you? Uh, my brother was there, and he got really airsick, and he yeah. had to uh, sit in the back. Did, he, did you do the gravity thing? No, we like flew in a the circle for ten thing? minutes, and then we had Great. to land. It was nothing. Uh, yeah. I'm doing the gravity thing right now. I mean, like, the, uh, the the it's always happening. The Jesus. the zero g thing. <laughs> you go up. And then do a quick nosedive. Oh. It's like you're, you're yeah, without... It feels like you're floating. Yeah, it feels like you're floating. I don't think you can do that in a little prop plane, though. Probably no, not. it was like one the step up from though. the Wright Brothers plane that yeah. we saw in the episode. It yeah. was like just, just one step up. Like it had like a, a mini propeller that I think was pro- powered by an elastic. <laughs> um, didn't go very fast. <laughs> sounds fun, though. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, so when they get to the air show... Uh, we're introduced to a character named Colonel Leslie Hap Hapablap. Um, <laughs> Played by Arlie Ermey. Yeah, the late Arlie Ermey. Oh, yeah, he died recently. Yeah, he died recently. Uh, and first off, he manages to abstain from doing any Full Metal Jacket references, which goes away later. But, you know, the man <laughs> is a walking Full Metal Jacket reference. Yeah. So let's just call it right there. Well, you know, like, the story behind him as an actor, right? Oh. He was a drill sergeant. Yes. Originally. Yes. And that's why, I mean, maybe that's not that's why, but that's a big reason why he was cast in Full Metal Jacket because uh, Kubrick wanted someone who could actually, like, portray what a, what a drill sergeant would do. And so... I think, it, I, I, and you are a bigger Kubrick fan than I am, so you might be able to correct me on this, but I think he originally just hired him as a consultant. Yep, that's and, true. Yeah, and then he was like, you know what, you just do it. Yep, <laughs> that's just, also true. It's so much easier if you just do what you normally do yeah. in your life, because you don't really need to act, you just do your thing. And he improvised a lot of those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the insults are I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure improvised. most of it is improvised. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually quite astounding. Um, <laughs> I think take... it's also why, sorry, sorry, uh, it's sorry. also why like one of the actors... Um, in that scene, uh, by the way, talking about Full Metal Jacket, if you haven't seen it, there's a scene where Arlie Army goes around and just like yells at a bunch of the soldiers. It's the opening in, scene of the, in the film. Op- yeah, the opening half 
uh, with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio going crazy. Um, one of the actors at some point, I think, starts like cracking up, and that's a real thing. Like the actor just started cracking up, and Arlie Ermey doesn't skip a beat and just like wipe that dumb smile off your face or that's whatever. That's D'Onofrio then. Is it yeah. D'Onofrio? Yeah, it's their it's their first interaction. I think. Gotcha. Um, I've only seen it once. Oh really? Yeah. Got to see it again, man. Uh, that second half. What happened? Like that second half does <laughs> ten, not. Ten years ago, I hadn't seen it, and I'd be, I'd tell Greg that, and he'd be like, he'd be like, well, you have to watch it. And now I watch it, and, he, and he's like, you've only seen it once. Come on, man. <laughs> Nothing's ever enough for you, Greg. <laughs> well, I, I just think the second half doesn't get a uh, fair shake. I sure. think a lot of people discount it because it's like it's quote unquote not as strong. Yeah. As the as the first half. That's but, my recollection. But the second half really proves the thesis of the film. As war is hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And the first half is them preparing for hell. And the second half is the descent mm. into there. And the final scene is, is he's arrived, which is, it's really powerful. It's a, I, I think it's, I think the second half is more striking visually mm-hmm. and it's a stronger, stronger film visually than the first half. Um, uh, but then the, the first half is just more um, memorable because it has uh, D'Onofrio and Ermi. And, yeah, uh, and they both probably should have gotten Academy Award nominations. Yeah, uh, but they didn't, and that's life. Um, it's interesting that this movie, to me, as a like uh, Kubrick guy, uh, <laughs> references uh, two Kubrick films: um, yep. Strange Love and Full Metal Jacket. And those two have, I, th- I think, the most amount of improvisation, right, in any of Kubrick's films because he lets Ermi go. In, in Full Metal Jacket just as much as he wants and he lets Sellers go <laughs> as as much as he wants. And as Strangelove. As, as, right? as Strangelove, but also more more specifically as the president. Okay, I was when thinking he's, that too. When yeah. he's talking to the the Russian president, yeah, it's yeah. like, hello, Dimitri. <laughs> Can you turn the music down? Uh, yeah, you know how we've always discussed that something might go wrong with the bomb? The hydrogen bomb, <laughs> Dimitri. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, yeah it's a one-sided telephone call or it's whatever. It's yeah. one of the greatest moments. It's one of my favorite on-screen moments uh, <laughs> of comedy. It's so great. Um, yeah, uh, I just think it's interesting that those two hev- high, like, high-level like high improv um, films are both referenced in this really tightly scripted uh, series. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it, but I just think it's kind of <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Stretch it out. Yep, good, good. I'm learning so much about everything right now. <laughs> Get a little academic on you. Yeah, didn't mean that. Let me just come come for the dumb Simpsons joke. Stay for the Kubrick film, film academia. Discussion. Let me just do a few more Iroquois twists. All right, one high, yeah, yeah. Two high, yeah, yeah. All right, which is a reference to a Simpsons episode, not just Greg being racist. Anyway, Dances with Wolves. Here on Simpsons podcast, <laughs> good times. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Arlie Ermy nails it in this episode. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. Uh, I also love Kelsey Grammer. I mean, we haven't really brought him up yet, but we brought up Sideshow Bob, which is you know, kind of the same thing. Uh, but Kelsey Grammer doing an Arlie Ermy impression. Oh yeah, that's great. Is oh, pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Kelsey Grammer, guys. <laughs> this is his. What? Fifth. Fifth appearance. Mm-hmm. You said it before. Yeah. Uh, his fifth appearance. Uh, you want to run down your favorites? <laughs> Inside your Bob? Yeah. 
Uh, up to this point, or up to now? Yeah. Oh, hi, Camille. Come on in. Sup. <laughs> oh, we have a surprise uh, visitor. Yeah. <laughs> Camille Pavlenko, everyone. You may remember her from this very podcast. Yeah. Uh, like every episode ever yeah. that you need to. It's not really a place for you to to go. Yeah. Here, let me just want to sit on my leg. You can, you can move it. There you go. Oh. And come on in. And now, <laughs> now perched. We're in a very small room for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Camille, can I ask you a question? You can speak if you want. Oh, I won't pick up nice. I picked up just fine. Yes. What was the last time you saw this episode? Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming, the yes. air show one. No? Maybe five years ago. Do you like it? Uh, <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, is that it? Is <laughs> <laughs> like, that the episode? I feel like we didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> I feel like there's a solid, um, I want that toilet so clean i can eat off it because yep. i got lunch in 10 minutes joke <laughs> i think i remembered liking that one yeah 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 that's about all i remember though we were actually is that because you eat your lunch off toilets often <laughs> no comment <laughs> uh burned her uh <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> taking my microphone back she's just, um <laughs> she's just here because she likes to listen to us live i know it's true <laughs> Smash cut to Camille. We force her to speak. I was just wandering around the lot. Yeah, she was waving at us from the booth for a while there. Yeah, yeah. Um, With our producer, our producer Jer. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy's in there. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, how are you sounding in the booth there, Jer? (laughs) He gave a thumbs up. Oh, and apparently spoke, (laughs) (laughs) and we could hear him. Um, (laughs) Turn off his mic. He's not allowed to speak. Jeremy's yeah, he's really not. Never allowed to speak. He's always there, though. He's always there. Constantly in the corner, sometimes with a basketball. Uh, we go play horse sometimes after recording. I don't know if this is a reference to something, or it's just you making shit up. It's just uh, making shit up. Speaking of okay. which, this episode also oh, brought no. to you by horses. Ask your dad for a horse this Christmas. Just type in www.horsesdaddy.com. Slash two bad neighbors. Neighbors spelt the American way. And then you'll get 30% off your next horse brush. Not the horse, but the the brush. brush. Prove yourself a good father. Earn your daughter's love. Get her a horse. Horses. They're like big ponies. Thank you, Alan. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) What a a glowing endorsement. You know that marketing campaign? Yeah, you know know that one. You know the one. Yeah, you're the one who approached those people (laughs) in the first... (laughs) <laughs> so you should know the copy. That's right. Yeah. Horses like ponies, only bigger. <laughs> yeah. Clip clop, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. You're familiar as well? Yeah, I have like eight horses. Nice. <laughs> they pull my sleigh on Gay Pride Weekend. <laughs> are you Googling and their meat horses is delicious. right now? Hmm? Camille, are you Googling horses? No, I went to horsesdaddy.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go there. It's huge opportunity. <laughs> It doesn't exist? No. Oh, amazing. Not even for porn. 
That oh. means that means that you just... can still get it on Squarespace. Oh boy. Right. <laughs> that just means you spelled it wrong. We're not actually sponsored by Squarespace, so let's not but, maybe they will one day. But you could they, Squarespace. They're all over. You could sponsor this podcast right now. Over a thousand listens. Instead of that horses.com, that could have been squarespace.org. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you know what isn't a square space? What's that? The air show. Sure isn't. It's more of an oval yeah. that expands. Uh, Want to talk about box kites? Oh, boy. No. <laughs> they were originally intended to dry string. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. I do like that moment where it's like <laughs> building up the suspense for like the yeah. air show's going to get on her way. And then he's, <laughs> I just love the line. Did someone say box kites? <laughs> no. <laughs> up, up and away. <laughs> I love that's Martin. Yeah. Martin introducing the box kites. Uh-huh. And it's a bunch of like third graders. Yeah. You know, just, just the box kites. Hanging box that kites. That seems accurate. And again, I don't remember my experience at an air show, but it seems accurate. They just like get children to fly kites and like that'll be part of the show. Look at and, all the cute kids. And people at... will be fine with it because they're children. Yeah. I'm completely really on board children. with Bart in this case. Speaking yeah. Speaking of children... At the air show, was anyone else like deeply concerned with Millhouse? Oh yeah, let's talk about Millhouse for like, a second. Um, oh god, I don't know if this is one of your guys' favorite jokes in the episode. It's mine. Okay, good. It's my personal favorite joke since we're since we're there. We might as well talk about it. Yeah, well, oh, you can okay. always save it, Greg. Well, we can well, talk about it and then perhaps reveal I'll, it. Perhaps I'll think of a different one. All right. Yeah. In that case, <laughs> um, the. It, <laughs> You were making some interesting comments to the screen whilst this was happening. You were like, oh, no. Oh, God. No. Oh, like, yeah. screw you, Mom. Yeah. Take that, Dad. Take, the, take like, that. Okay, to so, a, take me to a child Casey, psychologist. In like, case any what? listeners didn't watch this episode or don't remember, he's in a, a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. The F-15. Like a mock fighter jet, yeah. Uh, well, a real one, but like he's obviously not actually using the controls. Yeah. Um, but he's pretending, and he's going... <laughs> take that mom <laughs> take that dad send me to a psychiatrist will you <laughs> take that dr sally waxler <laughs> then he pushes the eject button and it and, works yeah and his Boo! his comeuppance yeah shot out and immediately crashes into uh somewhere in the background yeah, somewhere the in the background in the very next like, scene yeah um some hanger um it's it's <laughs> It's in character. It sure is. <laughs> in fact, uh, I believe that uh, they've said that this is the inspiration for a Millhouse Divided. That's that moment? Like this, yeah, this, this scene. And that They case, thought about it. They're like, that would actually be a good, like it seems, like we've, we've basically created that they're a very dysfunctional family. Yeah. So it would make sense if, you know, Kirk and Luann get divorced. So let's do that as an episode later. They and get they back together again, don't they? Uh, maybe in the zombie years. They do get back together yeah. in the zombie years. I just watched an episode where, like, we, oh, uh, it was like this French film. It was like, <laughs> it was like trying to be a French film, like, with, with narration over top. And there's this weird thing that The Simpsons does now, and it... Bad jokes? It, well, bad jokes, but, um, also, <laughs> it didn't, like, the French narration does nothing. Like, it would have been interesting, like, kind of interesting, I think, at least something different if they, like, went full Amelie with it. Okay. And, like, just did a parody of a French film. Sure. Because you can do that. But no, they, they still try and, like, tell, like, these ridiculous stories, and there's always a divide between the A plot and the B plot now that just seems really, really lazy. Right. Where, as before, they they could... There's no B plot in this episode. 
No, there's not. It's just, we got to get Sideshow Bob. Everything comes together in this episode, whereas in the later years and in some of the weaker episodes of the golden years, the B plot seems so divorced from the A plot that it's like, why is this even in the same episode? You clearly couldn't figure out how to make the A plot sustainable, so you went with a different plot, and it's it's hard to watch it because it's so um, mismatched. True. And and a lot of times the tone of the of the two plots are completely all, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how you can really tell the weakest episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. I sorry. <laughs> Greg drops his pen. <laughs> In triumph. Alan, rebuttal. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking about? Millhouse. Yeah, we were talking about Millhouse. Poor Millhouse. Poor, poor Millhouse. Poor, poor Millhouse. Yeah. Millpool. I mean, this is the only th- part of him, part of him. <laughs> it's the only time we see him, right? This is the part, part of him that's we'll never, ever gonna, gonna see a part of him. him. Hey. <laughs> nice. Work. Yeah. We, should, we should harmonize next we time. We start a band. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nah, I don't know if Greg's any good with music. A band that's just poor covers of pop songs singing about The Simpsons. Hey, I've been there before. Hmm? Singing about The Simpsons? Yeah. 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 But like, can we call our lyrics slightly off each verse? Yeah. (laughs) We call ourselves the Evergreen Terrors. Evergreen Terrors? Yeah. Evergreen Tenors? That one. That's so much better. (laughs) It should have been that one, and it should have been... Fucking acapella group. The Evergreen Tenors. That's so good. That is good. Eh. Oh, he Greg throws something at Mark. Greg hit me with a pen. That's just a piece of a pen. So much better than what mine was. How dare you? How dare you pun better than me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't say the B sharps. Uh. There, I ruined it. See? Uh, Perfect. Great. So Bob wants to destroy television. Not even going to bother trying to segue. He sure uh, does. <laughs> he wants to destroy television. Um, and he recognizes he, the irony of appearing on television in order to decry it. So don't point it out. Okay. I won't. Okay. Uh, Wouldn't dare. <laughs> but he succeeds. Yes. This is actually a rare time where arguably he succeeds. If not only for Krusty's yeah. innate showmanship. He should have made more demands. I know. <laughs> and he really should have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Next time. Next time. <laughs> um, but yeah, Krusty basically foils him in a way by yeah. like finding an old ramshackle cabin in the desert, which uh, Springfield's near desert, I guess. Springfield's near everything. Yeah. Like, Springfield is Narnia. It's magic. It really is. <laughs> it's whatever it needs to be for the story. That's right. Uh, and then he, in one of my favorite like endings... Where he flies the Wright Brothers plane into the shack. Mm-hmm. And it's so... It's like, yeah, that's what would happen. It's not, It wouldn't, like, destroy the shack or anything. It's just yeah. like, yeah. And then they'd fall out. It's and, a very, very choice piece of animation, in my opinion. And this is, I think, where uh, Camille's point comes in. Where it's like, oh, this is... We just... We ended up here? <laughs> where it's like, oh, it didn't really get very far, did we? Yeah. Uh, which is true. Like it, uh, it ends very abruptly, almost like a, a, a wooden plane running into a concrete building. Um, that's how haul ass to Lollapalooza. That's how abruptly it is. Here we go again. 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 
Poor March. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Krusty's like scream and then dive out the window. Yeah. That's like shot very action movie and then just like holds on it and just and then you realize, oh, yeah, it's going very slow. That was one of the first examples of that I can remember when I first saw this episode. I can remember that moment as the joke that I remembered uh, from it because it was the first time I ever saw a that kind of a trope. Which is a very standard action movie trope where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm jumping out of the window. It's going to explode as soon as I jump out. Subverted so perfectly. Yes. That trope is completely upended and it is, it's great how, how much they upend that one. And the payoff is great too because not only does it take him forever to get there, but the building doesn't even have a dent in it. Like he falls out of the plane and it gets run <laughs> over by a tank. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, okay, first subversion, it takes forever to get there. Second one, the plane runs into the building and they <laughs> fall off of the plane and it falls to the ground. Third, it gets run over by a tank. Yes. And the Beautiful. villain, it's over. <laughs> the, yeah. The, yeah. The final one is the episode is done. Uh, arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk, speaking of like subversion of tropes, uh, Bob has always been shown up to this point as being uh, a classic movie villain Mm. in a lot of senses, right? Where Bart can easily, uh, distract him with flattery, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, Cape Fear obviously ends with the HMS Pinafore. Uh, the Sideshow Bob Roberts, it's another kind of classic villain thing where it's, uh, you know, oh, you weren't the genius behind this plan because and then, you need me, Springfield. <laughs> well, no, and that, but his yeah. his like his I did desire it, I did to all, be yeah. like, no, I'm the smart one yeah. is another classic movie villain kind of thing. Where totally. It's like, um, and so what I really like about this one is it starts with a subversion of that where Bart tries the flattery thing and. <laughs> just immediately pulls a knife out and says, oh, please, let's not embarrass us both with the whole stall the villain with flattery scheme and approaches him about to stab him. But then it does it. But then it does it again where he says, oh, I should have known you'd be too smart to fall for that. He's like, well, really? What kind of smart? Book smarts? There's a lot of kind of smarts. Um, But I just love that image of him pulling a knife out as oh. he's saying, nah, don't, yeah. I'm going to stab <laughs> you now. Switch it's switchblade. It's switchblade. He's just like, like tossing it back and forth so casually. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, boy, the, <laughs> I'm just thinking of moments now, not my favorite jokes, but, but uh, the moment when he's like, jump Bart. Oh yeah. And the, the, the backpack back, explodes. The backpack first, oh God. And then it's the front rolls under the car and then explodes in the distance. <laughs> what was in his backpack? Do you think? Oh, he probably stole something explosive. <laughs> it's fireworks. I think, I think it's, I, <laughs> probably I think fireworks. it's just Springfield. Springfield things yeah, explode. That's true. That's very true. What was <laughs> it? Was it Chief Wiggum when he was in the beer can? Yep. Like, that one exploded. It, rolled, it hit the tree and exploded. <laughs> uh, Hans Moleman, his car gently hits a tree Taps and then explodes. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's a lot of things that just explode and yeah. shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> when Homer, Homer the Smithers, when he's making all that food, we haven't got there yet, but things just start bursting into flames, <laughs> including cornflakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, this is so, a great show, guys. Springfield, man. Springfield, things explode. This is a good show. This is a really good show. Like, yeah. that tire fire shouldn't be on fire all the time. No. It should go out at some point, but it doesn't. Just by the law of physics. Yeah. Like... 
you have to have fuel to burn. Like eventually you'll run out of fuel, fuel. even if it is a tire. (laughs) Do you imagine if our town had a tire fire at the very center of it, just burning all the time? A man can dream though. Mm. What are you guys doing tonight? Uh oh. <laughs> Not starting a tire fire. Oh, dear. Um do we want to do our favorite jokes? Yeah, let's go. Cool. You already said yours. Well, I think Did I got you another think one. Of a new one. Yeah, I thought of I thought of a new one. Go for yeah. it. Um it's the other joke that stuck with me um when I first watched this episode. Um I always loved the Sideshow Bob Bob episodes when I was a kid. When whenever he would come on, I think it was the thing with Kelsey Grammer's voice and the and the um the diction that they would give him yeah the vast array of vocabulary that they would give him that you would never hear on the show really until it was someone like him that came on and he's such an elitist asshole and i i love it um and so this joke is like in direct contrast with him where Mm -hmm. marge says at least they have fresh underwear and it zooms in Jeez. on Bart's uh, underwear at home. Uh, yeah, yeah, just so clearly he's his, not wearing fresh underwear. He's clearly wearing dirty underwear, <laughs> and he mentions it several times. However, yeah, I don't think he's wearing underwear at all. No, that's because then he's like uh, free and cle- free and easy. Least that's the only way to be <laughs> unfurnished basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that means yeah. he's not he's wearing, not wearing underwear, underwear at all. Underwear. Yeah, and she's like, "What?" I know. <laughs> I just love that he's first of all like like boasting to Lisa yeah. about it, and then and then she clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. So she's just like, "What? Come on, we gotta like do a thing. Like this is important." He's for some reason in the middle of this caper. He's like, "Ah, you know, it's great going commando. Yeah. Just, what are you doing? Come on!" And that that um, that joke always stuck with me because a I love how they animated the underwear. Mm-hmm. I think it's very funny. And like the din 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 yeah da. yeah the the da 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 dramatic music. And, uh, it was an, I was a kid and it was an underwear joke, <laughs> you know, this cartoon I, talks about underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I still laughed at the bare naked ladies song. Um, pinch me. Pinch me. I was no. just thinking of that. <laughs> just made you say underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I, I hope, could hide I out under there. It just made you say underwear. I hope there's like a 10 year old listening to this. Who's like, hey, oh my God, they're saying underwear so many times. You know, what? Whenever, that that song, whenever that song played, I was, I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I was very like, how dare you? Like, yeah, you don't know me. How Fight dare you, Stephen? I, I don't talk to the songs. Like, if you say I hide it under there, I'm not gonna be like, oh, underwear, Stephen Page. Oh, it just made you say under. Oh, you got me. Like, no, I'm just listening to the song, sir. Sir, excuse. Excuse me, sir. Maybe it got anyway, you once, and that's why you're so angry. No, about he it? never got me. <laughs> just one time. What's your favorite joke? Are you looking at me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so I had. Uh, a, a, a character as a favorite joke in this episode because I feel like Chief Wiggum was my MVP. This oh, episode. he's so funny in this uh, episode. And there's three specific instances. <laughs> of that course, I really like they're all great. <laughs> Shut your word hole. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an I feel like a thing. Like people say like pie hole or like shut your mouth and, and like well, word um, hole is like. I, I'm going to bring it back because I think it's really funny. <laughs> let's spend a little bit of time on that. It was Mark's favorite joke as well. <laughs> It was one of my top two. Oh, okay. You yeah. had another one? Um, it was also kind of a throwaway when they're uh, entering the Air Force. And it's like, okay. oh, like, how many medals did you get for that? Or what was it? Wait. You said it. Like, you said it as it <laughs> happened. Oh, it's a way to, like, way to guard, way to the, parking guard the parking lot. lot. I got three, three medals for, the, yeah. <laughs> for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. With yeah. his, with his um, forever teenager voice. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, so the other part uh, is, where is Sideshow Bob and that guy who eats faces? <laughs> 
I'm right, I'm right here, here, Chief. Oh, all right. Where's Sideshow Bob? <laughs> he ran off. I just love that guy. He apparently eats faces. He's very cheery. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was uh, when Sideshow Bob's laughing, and Wiggum starts laughing with him. <laughs> like, yeah, you still got it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of those like great things they do with Bob a lot, where he does evil laugh, and yeah. you know it's you know, just look how happy he is. <laughs> <laughs> that was very true. It's very good. Yeah. So just yeah, Wiggum in general was my favorite. <laughs> He's pretty great. That's all. He's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, did you have any others that you wanted to highlight? Um, just the oh, there's so many like little moments in the show that I love. Um, I think this episode. Uh, Sideshow Bob talking with a really high voice and then just swings his arms around <laughs> and shoot, suddenly shoot. it gets back low again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not how, what is, why am I arguing this? Okay. <laughs> that's not how helium Great. works. Genius. Saved. Saved forever. Yeah. Like if he was actually in a, <laughs> like an air, uh, air balloon, a, a balloon, a, a helium, helium powered, powered blimp, blimp dirigible was just helium and Thank he was you. breathing it in so much that his voice was high all the time. He'd be passing out. He'd be, yeah. Or dead. He'd be he'd, he'd be asphyxiated Not a doctor. or something. Yeah. Something. I don't know how helium works, but you definitely can't breathe it a lot. No, you can't. It's something I know from birthday parties. It yeah. makes you <laughs> lightheaded. <laughs> something I think we all know from birthday parties. Is that helium? I actually didn't do that. Like, you know, obviously the trick. Like, yeah. It's not a trick. It's just a simple trick. But you suck in the helium and it makes your voice voice high. People always did that. I thought it was really cool, but I was terrified to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, bye, Camille. <laughs> Camille's done with my story about helium. <laughs> well, it didn't work because I had to move my microphone to <laughs> the middle of a story. Uh, I can never finish Charles, a goddamn story. That's fine. It's gone. It's fine. Close the door. <laughs> we should have just not mentioned it. No, oh, I wanted to slam it. All right. <laughs> No girls. Anyway, alive. I was terrified to do the helium thing because I, it like it seemed. I don't know what I thought would happen because like clearly everyone else was fine. They would do it and they would survive. But yeah. for some reason, I was like, "That's like it's altering your voice. That's terrifying. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen to me if I do it." Same reason I didn't do drugs for a long time. And now we just can't stop. <laughs> well, now it's legal. Um, in oh Canada, no, in I was Canada. talking. I was talking about helium. Oh, I mean, I mean yes, me too. Mm. Not drugs at all. Nope. That would be wrong. Winners don't do drugs. Eh, eh. I don't know. (laughs) Bring it back somewhere. I mean, R.I.P. Yeah. George H.W. Bush. We'll be talking about him at the live episode. The live show. If you want to uh, join Camille (laughs) and help help her not be the only audience (laughs) member, um, then come to our live show at Dickens Pub on January, January, 19th. Ni- uh, January 19th. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought you said February. I definitely didn't. Just to be clear, <laughs> it's March 19th. <laughs> it's March 1st. <laughs> uh, January 19th at Dickens Pub in Calgary is where it's going to be. We will be starting at... <laughs> 4 o'clock is when we'll start the episode, which okay. will be Two Bad Neighbors. And we will be recording at 420, 422-ish. Y'all. 420, y'all. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Gonna um, do so much helium. Yeah. And, we'll, and then there will be Simpsons trivia right after. So it can be a whole night of Simpsons for a you. A whole night of that crap. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. So check check out our Facebook page for more info. Yeah. No cover, right? No, no cover. cover. No cover. Just, just come on down. Come on down. Have a sprinkle brow. Yeah. Smiling face. A sprinkle brow goes fast. So come down yeah. early. Enjoy. And uh, author Chris Turner is gonna be a guest. 
Maybe he'll sign a book for you. Maybe. Maybe he'll give books away. Oh, my God. That would be great. Right? So all that and more is waiting for you at our 100th anniversary. 100th anniversary. (laughs) Feels like it sometimes. (laughs) 100th episode special. Um, Reference test. I mentioned Double Dare. That's kind of what the the slippery, sloppiest, uh, slobstacle course is kind of a Double Dare thing. Um, It's kind of a, a small one, but... Bob, when he's building the Westminster Abbey, he says, after it gets broken, he says, my dear Abbey. He was like, dear Abbey. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I think that was intentional. I mean, the Westminster Abbey is a pretty good reference. Sure. I mean, I don't, also, care, about, I don't care about buildings. Setting the clocks to Greenwich, Greenwich Mean Time. time. <laughs> That's very good. That's great. Uh, the dude in the prison is a character of Rupert Murdoch. Sure is. does own Fox... Uh, did. Yeah, well, R.I.P. Um, well, I mean, Fox isn't owned by... It's owned by Disney now. Well, it hasn't gone through yet, officially. Well, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter. Uh, The World According to Garp. What in the world according to Garp? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, we mentioned. Wright Brothers Plane. Uh, Tyrannovision is their version of the Jumbotron, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of weird. The Need for Speed. Top Gun. Of course, there's going to be a Top Gun reference. Rock You Like a Hurricane. Scorpions. By the Scorpions. Yeah. The Stingy and Battery Hour. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Strangelove, we mentioned. Uh, the Council of Television People or whatever has uh, Tom Baker from Doctor Who. As, oh, really? As well as Steve Urkel. Yeah. Um, and Bumblebee Man and Krusty. Yeah, and then stuff from our this universe. Uh, the ending where like he supposedly sets off the bomb and does those like zoom ins and the fade to white. That's the Barry Goldwater will kill us all, isn't it? That's that's very specifically the uh, Maggie with the flower. However, yeah. just that shot of zooming in and going to white is from the movie Failsafe. Oh yes. Um, but yes. So that was my next one. Thanks for jumping on that, Greg. Uh, the... Well, it's impressive. I don't even have a phone in front of me. I, yeah, I just you're very smart. All right, relax. Oh, go on. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but is he book smart? There's a lot of kinds of people. You're who right. Are book smart. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good work, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, I did a thing. <laughs> sure I, did. I'm going to come to episode 100. <laughs> Yay! In February. No. <laughs> Sorry, March. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank God. Uh, but yeah, so there's a, cam- a famous campaign commercial for Lyndon B. Johnson um, where it has like a little girl picking flowers. Yeah. And then she's like counting. And, and then once it gets to 10, suddenly it's like 10. Nine and it's like countdown to like a nuclear launch or something. I mean, and it doesn't zoom in into the pupil just like it does with Maggie. Even for like <laughs> negative advertising, it was a bit much. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it was what was Barry Goldwater. Barry Goldwater, and so that was obviously who it was against. Even though that he's never mentioned by name. No, in, he's in not. Yeah, uh, commercial. So yeah, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Hmm? I may be thinking too much into this, but why was Maggie by herself picking flowers while her parents were in an Air Force base and her you, siblings <laughs> were in the Air Force yeah. base? Uh, and she's in, just like, Maggie World, doing yeah, my Maggie thing. In things. universe, that's, uh, yes, that's weird. Uh, but it's just literally for the reference is why they did it. Okay. Because in the commercial, it's just a girl by herself picking flowers. Yeah. Uh, maybe if we wanted to dive deep, we could maybe argue that she's just in the field next to the Air Force base. And, you know, not any better necessarily that you leave your child there while you go try and, you know, rescue your, rescue other, children. your other children. But uh, at least it's not, you know, she's just off on her own this whole time. Yeah. 
Anyway. Uh, and then uh, the motorcycle at the end is from Easy Rider. That totally mm. is from Easy Rider. I'm going to haul ass Lollapalooza. Here we go again. I guess that's a reference to Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> no, they've gotten her. Voiced by Tress McNeil. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And a, and a, she's not even trying to do an impression. No, she's just doing Tress voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I think is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize that voice. Well, you oh, don't know. Vanessa Redgrave. Uh, final thoughts? I think this is, well, I don't think this is. You know, we is... were going to talk about our rankings yeah. of Sideshow Bob episodes, yeah. and then Camille interrupted us. Oh, it was fine. I know. <laughs> can't believe Jer let her in here. What a jerk. <laughs> Jeez, Jer. Oh. Do better. He's shaking his head now. Oh, okay. Oh, well. well, he's got we that can't... basketball in his hand. I think he wants to play a rousing game of him. horse. All right, stop. <laughs> Which reminds me, uh, no, my favorite uh, Sideshow Bob episode is okay. still Cape Fear. Yeah. Followed by Sideshow Bob Roberts, mm-hmm. followed by, um, you know, Black pro- Widower. Probably this one. Okay. Actually. And then, then Black Widower. And then Black Widower, and then the, the first one. Uh, yeah, Cape Fear for sure. Uh, I think Black Widower might be my second favorite at yeah. this point. Yeah. Uh, and then it would be uh, Bob Roberts, then this one, and then uh, Cressy gets busted. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the next one comes out, though, uh, that'll change the rankings. That's going to change the rankings quite a bit. Uh, I do really enjoy Brother from Another Series. Mm-hmm. So Cecil. Cecil, sideshow Cecil. Oh, even I know that one. Yeah, yeah. that one's great. <laughs> Number one. That was the one you wanted to be. Wanted it to be. Yeah, I did. Greg teased yeah. him by yeah. quoting that episode. Especially Lisa, <laughs> but especially Bob. Well, see you guys in a year, and we'll talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Can I come back just for those episodes? Of course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sideshow Bob is mine. <laughs> Take that, from, Camille. From five on. <laughs> yeah. So one more. So yeah. <laughs> my guy's got to steal my moment. You got it. You still it got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Comedy. Yeah. So I, my my final thought is, uh, not the best episode in the ser- in in the season. Agreed. But um, but Sideshow Bob elevates any episode. He really does, and I think Kelsey Grammer's performance is great. I think they the writing for Sideshow Bob in this episode is particularly solid, and um, it's a it's fun. It's nice to see them at a like a weird location that we've never seen before and we'll never see again. True. Uh, at this Air Force base, and uh, Colonel Hap Hapablap is a fun one off character. Just True. a treasure, treasure yeah. of a man. Yeah. That's... Sweet and Nola Gaze, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's my final thought. I like it. Okay. I'm going to agree with it and not add anything to it. Stamped. <laughs> oh, wow. Mark? Well, Alan's not adding anything. <laughs> I still have to come back for one more. So oh, okay. So I don't want to rock the boat too much. No, I really on. liked it. I haven't seen any classic Simpsons in a very long time, mm. so it was nice. It was refreshing. Yeah, it is. It's nice to watch it every once yeah. in a while, give isn't it, it? Give it seven out of eight squishies. Oh, I like that ranking system. Yeah. <laughs> not going to use it. It's yours. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 14 and a half out of four squishies. Wait a minute. <laughs> Diabetes from squishies. Wait. This, this rating system is getting very confusing. <laughs> it's not. Oh, okay. If, you understand uh, it? If yeah, you're I in the it. know. I'll explain it to you later. Okay, cool. <laughs> Off <laughs> mic. <laughs> Jer gets it. Uh, shut up, Jer. Don't look at me. He knows not to look at me. Uh, next time, mm-hmm. we're going to find out about uh, you know a bunch of fun facts about the show. Yeah. For example, uh, the cash register. Says NRA forever. Just one of the hundreds of radical right wing messages inserted into every show by creator Matt Groening. 
because next episode is the 138th episode spectacular. What Mr. Groening meant to say, according to his attorneys, <laughs> is that he couldn't possibly do it alone. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, thanks, Mark, for joining us for this episode. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. It now has been out. fun. You know? <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone out there for listening. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. You can also email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And please subscribe to our Patreon to get access to the TBN BBBQ. The extra B is for bonus. And. <laughs> <laughs> what are those extra bees for? That's just flavor. I thought it was uh, bu- bu- bu. <laughs> No. And you can also uh hopefully come to our live episode if you're in Calgary. Yeah, if you're or in if Calgary. Or if you're not and you want to fly here, that's cool too. Yeah, that's it's a great city. That's really yeah, it's a great city. January is a great time to be in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so come oh on out. Yeah, that's true. It's tough sell <laughs> in January. Yeah. But hey, if you don't have to worry about stampede crowds. That's right. That's right. You don't have to worry about stampede crowds, and you don't have to worry about good transit. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Uh, we have Uber, though. Yeah, we do. Anyway, bye. <laughs> thanks, Mark. Thanks. Yeah, thanks again. We'll thanks, see guys. you, we'll see you for, again down the road. For the Sideshow Bob one. And uh, thanks, everybody, and remember to keep watching the skis.